This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. I have talked about not belonging and being the odd one and working through that on the outside and in. But I wanted to drive deeper into the inner stuff. Partially with the idea of embracing your weird, which, yes, that is the um, title of a book, which is pretty, I mentioned in the middle of reading, but I kind of wanted to get my own little spin on it because the thing is, we're all weird. Yeah, some of us more than others with certain things. Honestly, a lot of the things that become popular used to be weird. Like, there's a lot of things with certain places to travel, certain. TV shows, ideas of religion. Like, there's so many different things out there that were weird before. Like, our families are weird. Our friends are weird. But we're all, like, in a different way. And we need to be proud of it. Because we all have different lived experiences, stories we've lived, whether good or bad. And, it, yeah, some of the things can be, like, odd weird of... What you have in your family dynamics, certain things you do with your friends, but it's not like a awful weird. Like I'm not talking about the idea of like that person's really weird. I'm wondering if he's gonna be a serial killer in the future. I'm more like that's kind of odd for for what's in my life. Like I have certain people who do cosplaying. Yeah, I love watching anime. I love going to conferences and uh, cons and everything else for stuff like that. But I don't. I've never actually cosplay before, partially because I can. I can never figure out what I want to do, and I refuse to wear a wig or dye my hair, so that kind of gives me less idea. But for some people who do, like, a really good job and go all over and and do things with mechanics and stuff like that, like, in my mind, yeah, that's a little weird, but I'm kind of like, that's actually pretty freaking cool. Because you are that committed, and it's very creative. I've, same thing, I always find people who are extremely into sports and know all the stats and all the backstory of all the players and everything else. Yeah, that's weird to me. Nothing wrong with it because it is your free time. There's nothing wrong with the idea of finding something you are passionate about and doing it. Like That's kind of the point of you find a passion, you should be able to explore it and live with it and do stuff about it because it makes you happy. And it honestly doesn't make... It doesn't mean a damn thing to anyone else. It doesn't bother me. Like, as long as you don't try to force me watching sports with you, or every conversation has to be about sports, like, yeah, we won't really be friends. But that's kind of the thing, is that we're all very... Like, we're strange people. We're very deep. We're very multidimensional. So we don't have just one dimension. It's like, no one, no woman's just a mom. No guy is just a worker. You're not just a nurse or just a doctor or whatever else. Like, you have all these different aspects. Like, you're a son, you're a daughter, you're a parent, sometimes grandparents, you're a sister, you're a brother, you're a worker, you're an otaku. Like, all these different things. So I wanted to go over kind of my five ways that I embrace my weird. And I hope to kind of give you guys kind of a leg up in doing that as well. And the first one is there's always someone who connects with something with you. Like, honestly, there is so 
many ways to connect with everyone in the world, whether with other groups for in-person, things that kind of travel around the world, like other conferences kind of they travel from place to place. There's always the internet. There's different TV shows. There is, there's other podcasts talking about certain subjects. There will always be someone out there. Yeah, you're thinking being really, really, really niche where you only want to use a certain fabric for your crocheting and you only want to use this color needles. Like, there will be someone out there like, oh, I really like that too. They, like, no one, someone may not be like exactly to that point, but they actually enjoy the same thing or they understand or like, I love that fabric because it's so, or that yarn, sorry. I can tell I don't crochet. Or I crochet, not uh, knit. But like, yeah. Maybe you love that because of the, the feel of it or you love it for the person who makes them because you've met them and you love what they do. You love the colors that come out. I don't know. But those are all your things and someone else will always understand and, and connect with it in one way or another. And yeah, it may take some time. You may have to do a little digging on certain things, but also there will be a connection that there will be people that are accepting. They're kind of like, I love crocheting that much too, or I love knitting that much. I understand you love this stuff just as much as I do. Like, I like this one, but I, and I see why you love that one. That's still a connection. Number two is working through the fear and shame. Because definitely in our society, no, there is that sense of you're supposed to fit in. Things are supposed to be done a certain way. And that is in everything. Whether it is by your gender, like you're forced to have to like sports, even though you don't like sports. You like playing with dolls or don't like playing with dolls. Whether or not there's the push to what you should and shouldn't be able to do for work. Whether you should stay at home. Whether... Our kind of people don't like these kinds of things or like there's all these different stupid things out there that people just want to put boundaries on. They want to put little boxes for everything and everything needs to fit in exactly. Everything has to be the perfect house. Everything's got to be the white picket fence. What if you don't want a fence? What if you want to paint it blue? What if you want to have a giant tower in the backyard? Like, I don't care. And there is the idea, because of course there's the shame, because you don't want to be ostracized. You don't want to be confronted. Because the more bold people are getting, the more there's confrontations on whether you like a certain thing of music, or you like a certain style of clothing, or you and your friends love doing a certain sport or activity. There's always going to be someone who's not going to understand. Which, yes, with the point one... Yes, there's people that are going to connect with you, but there's going to be people who are adamantly going to be against it no matter what. And you need to get it through on your own through the fear and the shame of it. Because the thing is, like, nothing out there is gendered. Nothing is actually good or bad. Like, any activity, anything you do, there's no specific sense. Like, good or bad is a human concept. We're the only ones really that have the idea of what is evil and what is not. Anything out there in the natural animal kingdom, there is not really that sense of morality because they are just surviving. They are just a certain way. Well, people can be changed in all these different spectrums. The thing is, with also with the shame of it, because there's the shame of disappointing the people that you're closest to, that you're not living up to, what... 
people believe for expectations or somehow you are not living up to or doing the best that you can because you do certain things, you live a certain way. There's always that shame when it comes to the people closest to you. The fear is always, of course, honestly, yeah, there are times you have to, there's a fear for your safety. There's fear for the people closest to you because there are some who will adamantly be against it and some will actually try to force you not to do it or force you somewhere else and away from them. And that is something definitely I can't really bring into this episode about going through this stuff because, I mean, there's a lot of other podcasts out there, a lot of books out there to help work through fear and shame because, of course, there's all these different steps on it about the acceptance, about what natural stories you are telling in your head, what you've been told, and which ones have you internalized, and then working through, is that the actual truth? Is it a variation of a truth? What can you do about it? What are the actions that you can protect yourself? What are the things that you can change the narrative? And yes, I would love to kind of get into that, but it's not really what this episode is going to be about. And also, I am not an expert on it. I am always, always working through my own fear and shame because it's definitely very different being a mixed person because I get the Asian side and I get the white side on what should we should or should not be able to do, what money you should be making, what things you should do. Like, yeah, my mom's side of the family, a good chunk of them are really pretty religious. Not like nuttier in a sense, but they love going to the church. They love that community and everything else. And I could care less. But I'll go to their weddings at a church. They don't they don't treat me like I'm gonna start burning the moment I walk in there. Or other ones on my dad's side of the family, good chunk of them are Buddhists. My parents have run a Buddhist temple. I don't believe in that either. But I will be a part of it in some sense. I will help them if they need it, but I'm not going to drop what I wanted what I want to do just to go help them because it's not part of my life. It's not what I want to do. Okay, number three is not everything is so extreme. There are so many people out there who think that what they do is just so, like, out there. Like, it's so, oh, it's so awful for me to do this or me to think this way. Really not for most people. Most people, most of us are kind of, we're in the middle. Like, there's the, I'm going to drop some math on you. Like, there's the bell chart. It looks like a bell. It's curved. And 98% of people are in the middle. Where we're kind of in the same ideas the same sense of how we kind of live, how we view things. Like there's there, there's certain like things that we kind of fall in a spectrum of. And most people are not outliers. Like honestly, those outliers are sociopaths. They're serial killers. They're degenerates. And you having a different hobby than everyone else in your community or a belief system that doesn't, has never been introduced to your family at all doesn't make you... So extreme. It's just you just have a different belief. You still believe in something. That's still kind of the same. Hell, even if you're just straight atheist, there's enough people out in the world that are atheists. The same thing with you doing a sport or you doing a hobby out there that no one else has even heard of. Like for the longest time, like I was the only one in in my area, in my family, that's hundreds of people who've ever done aerial before. And some of the people who, when they saw stuff before it got really, really big and popular, they're like, oh, that looks like, you look like a stripper doing that. Because a lot of times you, you have to wear a little less clothes, you have to wear tighter clothes because it's safer 
when you're on these apparatuses, whether it's the silks or whether it's like a lira or any of the other big, big metal contraptions, it's safer to have less clothes or very tight-fitting clothes because you don't want to get it caught. You could lose a finger. You can break something. You can get caught in something and fall down and land on your head. Those are all part of the, like, what's safe there. But then you get other people who just see a few pictures here and there or they see... Because I guess some people with aerial can fall kind of in the circus thing and sometimes pole dancing can be considered kind of in there depending on what area you're in or what they do. So you get some people who do both pole dancing and aerial and so they share them both. And so like, well, I see this and I see them do that. That must be the same thing. One, pole dancing is not only about strippers. It is a very, very hard thing to do. It is very strenuous. It takes a lot of freaking muscles. I've done a few classes for it. I I personally can't really do it only because I've had injuries to my knees, my knee and my shoulder. And that just kind of makes it way too hard for me to do it. It's too much pressure. But that's not like, that's not the extreme of like, oh, pole dancing means you're a stripper. You're a degenerate. You're a slut, you're a floozy, whatever all those stupid things out there. Yeah, more women do it than men, but men still do it. It's a really good exercise out there. Again, not not everything is that extreme. Number four is that you are a whole person. I always try to push for the idea that nothing is wrong with you. There's ways to upgrade yourself. Like whether you're an introvert, if you want to make it better so you can make better friends, you can do say more things at work, but still honor who you are. The same with if you want to, um, if you love a certain person, if you love doing certain things, everything that you are and that you do is a whole person. Like when it comes to love, like you are not, I never believe the idea that you have another half. Like you're only half a person until you find that person that you're supposed to love. I honestly don't believe that. You are a whole person. You can live as a whole person your whole life. Whether or not, I mean, there's asexual people out there who may never get married or find or want to date. There's other people like, so if you supposedly found your soulmate and tragically they died, but now you're not walking around the rest of your life as a half a person. You're not living half a life. You're just, you lost that important person. And so anything you do is a part of who you are. That's a whole and there's nothing adamantly wrong about it. There's nothing really evil about it. Again, bell curve we're all kind of in the middle we all have a little bit different sense of morality of what is acceptable and what's not and honestly a good chunk of it's not really like yeah there's certain things out there we're kind of like eh. some people are like okay i might i sometimes go to a speed limit by like five miles an hour some people are adamantly like that's against the law so that is morally wrong other people are kind of like eh it's in the range it's not that bad other people are kind of like i want to go 50 over the speed limit and if you are doing it safely i'm not advocating for going that far over the speed limit you could be on a racetrack that could be like, it's a completely different thing but then that's again within a different sphere of you're not adamantly wrong you're not morally corrupt and all that sense just because you go a little over speed limit or you don't follow every traffic law or every little thing exactly to the letter. Number five is kind of the one that I always kind of let people know. It's like, you need to work on yourself because 
you're stuck with you. Like, I want to actually be happy with myself. I want to be accepting. I want to actually enjoy my life because I'm stuck with me. Everything's in my head. Everything that I listen, that I do, everything that I believe. I don't want it to make my life feel like shit because I'm stuck with me. No one else has to be stuck with me but me. Like, unless there's some strange thing out there that somehow I'm going to switch bodies with somebody, I'm still stuck with me. I'm stuck with this body. I'm stuck with these beliefs. Pretty sure you're pretty much stuck with your mind, even if you do switch bodies. Like, all these different things. Like, I'm going to accept that this is how I am. I'm always going to be an introvert. I'm always going to be a little awkward. I'm always going to love dogs more than any other animal in the world. Doesn't mean I won't love other animals, but dogs and wolves are, like, my thing. That's just who I am. I love watching anime. I love reading books. I love creating things. Again, who I am and I shouldn't have to be forced to not do what is a part of me or not accept the part of me just because it doesn't fit. And for some it could be weird. Like there's some people out there who believe that a person being bi or gay is immoral or wrong or doesn't exist. I don't get that part at all. But that is who you are. Whether or not you ex- you've explored it, whether or not you accepted it, or even if you actually finally found out about it until later. You're stuck with you. You need to accept yourself. Completely up to you whether or not you ex- you explore it, whether or not you express it to other people. I know some people are like, well, once you figure out you're gay, you need to be flamboyant. No, you don't. I know plenty of people who just, they love to be quiet. They love to kind of sit in the background. They like their monotone colors. That's their style. Whatever. That's who they are. And they are completely happy with that. They may date someone else that's completely opposite of them. They can have friends that are just like that. I know people who dress in drag. And that's not my scene. That's not my kind of colors and everything else. But go for them because they are happy with that. They're, they ex- they're excited with doing that, with actually living the life how they want to. So, of course, those are my five little tips. I guess not really little because some of those are kind of, they kind of hurt. They're kind of deep. <laughs> but working through these five steps can help you embrace who you are. Embrace what makes you weird and what makes you you because that's nothing, nothing wrong with it. Nothing to be ashamed of. And honestly, we all need to to accept that, that we're all so multidimensional and we're complicated creatures. That's kind of what being human is. We are complicated and imperfect in every sense. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon, where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverts Bubble or Courageous Creativity. 